We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast and welcome to our friday edition of the pack a day podcast appreciate you having us on uh, my name is shanna and i'm here in milwaukee with the green bay packers radio network you can listen to every single packer game um, on 97.3 the game 101.5 wiba fm in madison and beyond uh, monty is here today monty you have been posting some thirst traps on twitter with your uh your workout sir <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's it's football season. It's harder to it, it's harder to not give in to to the bad eating habits and stuff. So I have to I have to add a day during the week of cardio. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna come back to that in a second because I have other questions to ask you. But um, we have our friend Dan here today who is filling in because um, our pal who we love Nathan Marzian he is going he blew us off for the Marquette game tonight. Um, it's Wednesday <laughs> night and we are recording, and I totally get it. Uh, he loves Marquette. I was actually gonna ask him, you know, with Monday Night Football coming up with the Packers. Of course, that's what we're gonna talk about today. Um, heading to MetLife to take on the Giants. I'm like, what is he gonna do? Because the Bucks are also playing on Monday. Yeah, Bucks are on Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because my fiance accidentally said yes to going to the game, and he is a diehard like Packer fan. Aaron Rodgers forever will be number one in his mind, and he's like, mm-hmm. I messed up. Um, 
But yes, I'm wondering what Nathan's going to do about that. But thank you, Dan, for filling in. We appreciate you. Uh, of course. Anytime. Anytime. This is the this is the hardest time of year, though, to be a fan of multiple sports teams, though. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. everybody I like on Sundays, I always have I always pray that like Manchester City plays an earlier game. Like the last two weeks have been 1130 games that have run into like one o'clock games. I'm sitting here yeah. sweating out a game on my phone and watching the game <laughs> on the TV. Yeah. This is the worst time of year to be a fan of multiple sports. Yeah. I remember like being in Buffalo, you'd be at a bills game and they would show like if the Sabres scored, they show it up on the jumbotron and vice versa, like updating you with the scores. You're like, Oh God bless. God bless. Because I got too many things to uh, look over. But does everybody, so my- does everybody there go, who are the Sabres? <laughs> The Sabres are so irrelevant right now. They're so bad. Just so bad. Um, But Monty, you know, with your workouts, is there a certain player? Because you said, like, you know, during the season, you're eating, you're drinking more, probably watching the game. Is there a player that you follow on socials or maybe just seeing them play that you're like, okay, that's my that's my gym motivation right there? Oh, definitely Rashawn Gary. Like everything, everything Gary posts makes you want to run through a wall. (laughs) <laughs> so that's that's like great yeah pretty much <laughs> See, that's how i am when i watch sunday night football because carrie pops up and i'm like mm-hmm. as i'm that's sitting it. there eating like chips on the on the yeah. you know on the, the couch and i'm like all oh, right carrie let's do it <laughs> i'm ready carrie i've been waiting all day I got chip chip crumbs on my shirt while i'm pointing at the tv pointing out bad plays <laughs> <laughs> What a bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, so fun. Okay, so uh coming up Monday night, like we were just talking about, going to MetLife. Have you guys been to MetLife before? I have not been there. No. I saw that it was recently voted by the players as one of the worst stadiums. If not, maybe it was number one, the worst stadium. I've been there. Obviously, I've not played on it. I know you're shocked to hear that. Um <laughs> But I've been there and I didn't think it was a terrible stadium. I thought it was super clean. I thought the tailgating was like boring, but at least clean. Um, Maybe they just hate the turf. Yeah. Maybe it's just the turf. I I will say I've, I've been, I've been listening to the, um, the Kelsey brothers podcast recently. They've got me hooked. They reeled me in. Yeah. They're good. They're and they're, they're great. And one of the episodes recently, I heard them talking about like their favorite, facilities at different stadiums and they said about lambo facilities a little outdated but you put up with it because it's lambo it's lambo yeah, yeah. but they both agreed metlife one of the absolute trash. worst absolute <laughs> trash what what else do, do they say about it did they go into detail about it uh mainly that like the facilities are outdated and then, of course like the whole turf issue is huge wow. like it's it's a terrible terrible field like at least Soldier Field is a death trap, but at least like Soldier <laughs> Field has some sort of like gravitas behind it. If, yeah. If you want to call it that. At least, but, yeah, it's a historic stadium. MetLife is not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, uh, granted, obviously the Bears are not very good either, but when you're going to MetLife, you're playing the Jets or the Giants. Like, <laughs> yeah. woof. Right. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Both just both just terrible. But um yeah, so we'll have those. Uh Giants are four and eight right now, so fingers crossed, since the Packers just yeah. demolished the Chiefs that we can get a win. But I also I don't know about you guys, I never get ahead of myself on things like this because the fact that they just beat the Chiefs, I'm a little bit leery about Monday night because I'm like, please don't embarrass us 
in front of the country now. I mean, if you, yeah, if you could call any game for a 500 team, a trap game, <laughs> it would be this. Cause you just came off again, two, two really good opponents in prime time that nobody gave you a chance to win those games. So you've got that inherent underdog mentality and us against the world and shock the world, all that. So now that you've done that, now you're going to play a team that is literally just terrible. Like I, I don't, I don't think there's a single redeeming thing about the Giants that you could say they do this well. Yeah. So, as much like I said, as much as you could have a trap game for a six and six team, it's definitely this because now they're they're the they're the the hunted, so to speak. Yeah. Right? No one sees them as an elite team or anything, but they're clearly favored in this game. I think they're favored by six. Yes. On the road, which yeah. is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a trap game. The whole rest of the season feels like a trap game. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like as as fans were like, oh my gosh, like the rest of like the last five games of the season are the schedule gets so easy. Of course, they're going to make the playoffs, but it's like you almost wish there was kind of one of those like like a Lions game at the end of the year or something else that they can like keep their eye on because. Like the hardest game really is the Vikings, and that's at home. And that's, uh, and that's no, that's at Minnesota. Yeah, it's at that's Minnesota. The, that's yeah, right. That's, it is at Minnesota. That's the New Year's the, the Bear, Eve the, game the, at the Bears Minnesota. Game is at home. Bears game is at home. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one, I just, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to come off two weeks of beating, well, three weeks of beating like three really good teams and three pretty good <laughs> offenses, and then. Joe Barry's defense says that to Patrick Mahomes, and then Tommy DeVito comes out on Monday Night Football. Which is just, so interesting to me that he is going to play instead of Tyrod Taylor, who is fully capable yeah, of playing. They're going to keep Danny DeVito's illegitimate shot. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Tyrod Taylor will definitely play one, like probably the next game. I think they probably just feel, you know, immediately to come off. IR and then start is probably going to be difficult for him. So, I mean, would I be that much more worried if it was Tyrod Taylor? I probably not really. I mean, he's certainly better, but he he's not like a game tilting player to me. Um, and and this is still the organization that gave Daniel Jones the contract <laughs> that they did. So maybe yeah. their quarterback judgment isn't the best. Yeah. You know what I just thought of? So uh, between the two teams that are at MetLife, obviously the Jets and the Giants, collectively, they are on their seventh quarterback, if I'm doing the math correctly. Uh, yes, I believe. because The Jets are on their yeah. fourth. You yep. have the Giants on their – that is horrendous. Crazy. <laughs> in, the whole, in the whole state of New York, because I will say this as a Bills fan, there is only one team that plays in New York, and that is the Bills. They have only had one quarterback this season. The the Jersey teams, seven. Seven. <laughs> that is wild. That is a wild more stat Q- for it. It's like more QBs than wins combined almost. Combined, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're totally right. That's horrible. Um, okay. So, you know, when you watch this game, which I, we're hoping is a blowout, we're going to hope that the Packers don't embarrass us in front of our friends. What are you guys going to be looking at the most with this one? Um, I mean, for me, I think in the last three games, you know, Chargers, Lions, and now the Chiefs, 
after each one of those, we've said, oh, the Packers have played their best game of the year. Um, any of those, if they play that way against those last three in any of these last five, I mean, they should win easily in every single one of these last five games. So I'm just going to be looking for, like, kind of what I said at the beginning, keep it rolling the way they have. And, you know, not playing down to an obviously lesser opponent. Like, I saw something today that said, right now the Packers have five-plus explosive plays a game, seven games in a row. Which is, I mean, for an offense that looked like it didn't know what it was doing for a month, I mean, that's really impressive. And that's what you want, right? They're they're rising at the end of the year. So I just want to, I would like to see the exact same type of effort we've seen and that should net you a huge win. Like you said, it should be a blowout if they play up to up to that ceiling that they set. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's it's really just about is this the last three games a bit of a fluke, or have you completely figured out what you're gonna be moving forward? Uh because you know, even in I mean, I think you go back to even uh five weeks with the Rams game, the Rams game and the Steelers game, throw those two games into the three game winning streak. Like it, it felt like the team was playing their best football, even though they didn't get the win in, in Pittsburgh. I think a few things bounced, you know, differently, but this now, like you've kind of proven twice back to back in primetime games against some top tier opponents that you could hang with anybody that you are playing your best football right now. You've proven it. Now, just like what I've kind of, I've always said, I I, I know a lot of Lions fans because I've been here in Detroit. It's not about doing it once. It's about doing it consistently. And now you've set the expectation. And now you have the pressure of expectation. You go into Detroit and you come into Lambeau with the Chiefs as underdogs, no one expecting anything, and you are pleasantly surprised about what you're doing. Now you have the expectation of success. People are ranking you in the top five of power rankings. You're in a playoff position. The de- your destiny is in your hands. You control yeah. it all. How does a young team, the youngest team in the NFL, now with that expectation, which they have not had yet this season, how do they handle that? And that, that's what I, that's what I want to see. Ooh, I feel like that's like a highlight reel, like kind of thing. <laughs> and then they like fast forward, and there's like the Packers in the playoffs. Ooh. Yeah, use that in the background of a montage, right there. Right. Yeah. yeah as uh, as uh, Sam Elliott is talking over the the voiceover yeah. before they come out, like right. This t- no one ever believed in this. Yeah. Team. <laughs> I mean, it's my, a shot I'm of my fat team. face just be like yeah. <laughs> the expectations, guys. <laughs> I mean, Monty and I will we'll both admit it. We were like, I remember we would record with Nathan. We're like, man, this team just stinks. And then, yeah. like, and now we're like, holy shit, we're talking playoffs, right? And, and, and not only and not only talking playoffs. I mean, they are in as of right now, right? I mean, the the classic yeah, if the seven. season ended today, but they're in right now, and which means they control their own destiny the rest of the way. Um, which I I hate that that's the term because it doesn't make sense because. You can't control destiny, but whatever. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole other episode we could do on that. Um, I They're going to be able to – the way they've played their best this year, especially on defense, uh, 
It seems Joe Barry plays. Joe Barry coaches the defense the way everyone wishes he would. Once the Packers get a pretty decent lead, he's like more aggressive and everything. They should be able to get out too. I, I love the fact that they've taken the ball early and scored on opening drives. Like again, complete 180 to where they were in October. Yeah. Uh, when they were I mean, scoring in like the first half. The first we half. Yeah. So I, it's, it, I think it's safe to say that they put that bug behind them, but I mean, if they get out to a lead, this again, like this defense is going to continue to save the one guy in town's job that everyone wants him to lose because the giants offensive line is horrible and they cannot pass protect for yeah. anything. I think, I think, Tommy DeVito's getting sacked like three or four times a game almost. So, I mean, I, I totally expect another big Rashawn Gary game, another big Kenny Clark game, another big Preston Smith game. And hey, even like Owens too, Mr. Simone Biles yeah. has been like crushing it. Like he's been yeah. amazing. So the, these last three games, which we, I, I think it's safe to say we kind of all assumed would maybe get Joe Barry fired. <laughs> He has done very well in them, and now they're playing just five awful teams. So I really doubt he's going to be going anywhere. Yeah, I guess he's got job security, right? Like it yeah. looked out for him <laughs> that he's like, oh, thank God we're playing the Giants, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Vikings, Bears. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, this is, uh, this is just like the epitome of like extra credit at the end of the year. Like <laughs> – he is he is SpongeBob consistently failing his driver's test, and Mrs. Puff says extra credit. Just beat the lot, the Giants, the Bucks, and the Panthers. Yeah, I feel like it's more like you're being graded on a curve, right? Like we're not right. saying you're great, but like you're doing better than others. Yeah, so like we're well, gonna and- grade you better. You know, it also like it, it does go to show like this is just how kind of the team is built is to play complementary football and the last several weeks the offense has been holding up their end of the bargain more they're extending they're even even in like the Steelers game where they're not getting points all the time they're not turning the ball over they're not going three and out every single time they're not putting the defense in bad positions um I mean heck the god the that first drive of the Chiefs game on Sunday it was like seven and a half, almost eight Took minutes, I think. Over half of a quarter yeah. on a touchdown drive. And then when the and then when the defense can get a success like that afterwards, then you just that's when you start to build on it. And that's how this team operates. And, the, and they and that's when they can they start playing their best football. And so I think that's really almost more of a testament to what this team is doing, more so than just like Joe Barry, is the team is getting put into better situations and the players can execute better. They can play to their strengths a little bit more. Joe Barry can get a little bit more uh, creative and, and put guys in the good positions that they can. Uh, I think that's really the the big key with this is like the, the offense is helping the defense out as much as Joe Barry is turning things around or, or coaching, coaching better. I think you mentioned like all those people like Jonathan Owens was having a terrible first half of the season and the offense playing better isn't why he's playing better. He's just playing better football now. Yeah. He's executing things a lot better. And so I think there is something maybe a little bit to speak of, too, of guys trying to get into the swing of things into the second half of the season, and now things are starting to click a little bit more. And 
I think that's why we've seen seen that uptick in the in the defense as well. Uh, not to discredit anything that Joe Barry does, but I think it is a little bit more on player execution in this case than it is maybe Joe Barry. And it does. Simone just like threatening Owen. I'm not coming to Paris if you can't. Yeah. Really? I I mean, greatest Olympian ever. Do not embarrass me. (laughs) After he had that that one really bad play against the Chargers, literally since then, he has played 100% different. Um, And you were, you know, talking about kind of the offense, like kind of rounding into form. I mean, I feel like. I've said this after the last couple of games, because again, they, they keep putting out better performances every week, but this is what it's kind of supposed to look like for them. Like AJ Dillon looks way better. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not, he's not performing like an elite running back level or anything, but he's doing what we expect him to, which is always fall forward, get that extra yard or two late in the, late in the game, you know, convert those second and longs third and sixes that they can run the ball and run up the clock. And you know, again, it's it's no surprise in this offense that when Christian Watson is working, everything is working. Um, like, again, we're recording Wednesday. I don't even know if we've got a real injury report, but I would be surprised if he played. I just looked week. it up and I couldn't find anything yet. Okay. I mean, I know they get the extra day, so maybe that helps him, but it doesn't – no one sounded overly concerned after the game. They just – you know, obviously sounded more frustrated than anything because he did say it's the same one that was giving him trouble earlier in the year. But yeah, I mean, if, if they don't have him on Monday, I mean, I'm glad he had a great game and a huge yeah. contribution against the Chiefs because they needed him there. Um, but yeah, you're so maybe now with everyone else rolling a little bit, you're now able to absorb that loss of Christian Watson where you weren't earlier this year. So, you know, guys like Wicks, who's already played very well this year, is going to get even more snaps. So this this whole season was to set up kind of for 24 and 25. And now all these guys are not only getting all this good experience, but they're executing. And that is, I mean, you, you can't ask for a better scenario than what where the Packers are sitting right now. Hey friends, I'm sure you're all familiar with some of the hassles of finding game tickets at a reasonable price without all the headaches that go along with it. I've been on a bit of a roll lately as I went through one ticketing service that never sent me the tickets and I had to panically try to get a hold of somebody the day of the game. I had another service that didn't allow me to transfer tickets. So when I could no longer go to the Wisconsin Iowa game, transferring the tickets was extremely difficult. It was just all so frustrating. That was until I found game time. Game time is so easy to use with a low price guarantee, event cancellation protection, easy to find tickets and an even easier to use app. GameTime is the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds and they are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through emails and have those same panicky moments that I did the day of a game. So next time you're buying tickets, make sure you snag them using GameTime, stress-free. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Oh, and GameTime is also a great way to buy tickets for a holiday gift. Just make sure to use code PACKADAY. Download GameTime today, last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. 
a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Pick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So I don't know about you guys. Do you watch, and this is what kind of like triggered me because obviously the Giants, they're not going to have Tyrod Taylor playing. They said they're going to have um, Danny DeVito Jr. play, but... Um, <laughs> Um, Do you ever, because, you know, MVS just playing against the Packers, do you ever have a player where you genuinely still root for them, even though they no longer play for the Green Bay Packers? Like a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. I watch the Bills and I cheer for Micah Hyde still, you know. Um, So Tyrod Taylor, I always hope the best for him because he got my Bills to the playoffs for the first time in like forever. Um, So I always cheer for him. But is there someone like that for you guys from the Packers? Um, yeah, I'll give you two. So easiest one is like, I, I still cheer for Devonte Adams every week. Like he's arguably my second favorite non-packer in the whole league. Um, so I cheer Wait, for him. Number one? Uh, Lamar Jackson. <gasps> he's my oh. favorite non-packer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I misunderstood you. I thought you meant f- like ex former Packer. Like I was like, Oh, okay. I thought yeah, no, so, yeah, no, my, my, my favorite player outside of anyone on the team is Lamar Jackson. And then number two is probably Adams. Okay. Um, and then another one is I'm glad I'll be able to root for him again because he just signed with the Rams, but Mason Crosby. Like I've been mm-hmm. wanting I've been wanting him to come back this year, knowing he wanted to play, and I figured he was just kind of biding his time. And I'm glad he's on that roster after we already played them. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. What about you? I mean <laughs> Shada, you nailed mine. It's Micah Hyde. What a um, stud. Yeah. Inside and out. Stud. An absolute great guy. He yeah. so he went, he's from Fostoria, Ohio, which is right next to the other Podunk little town that my entire dad's family uh grew up in and still some of them still live in. And my first job out of college was at a radio station in Fostoria, Ohio, calling, um, high school, covering high school football and basketball. And, um, we were the flagship home of the Fostoria Redmond where Micah Hyde went and played high school football. And we were all so excited that they drafted him and he got to play as a Packer. And I got to interview him a couple of times to the station. Um, I covered him doing, uh, his football camp that he had done there, I think it was the first year that he was with Buffalo. Um, and I, I will still always remember the Christmas before he left, my cousin got me a gift card to the Packer pro shop. And it was just enough to buy a Micah Hyde Jersey 
Oh no. And like six weeks later, he signed with the Bills. And I was <laughs> I was so mad. I was so upset. Not to and, like are you are you one of those people that when you buy a jersey, like does that usually happen or was this a, a fluke for you that they got uh, I Typically, for the for the majority of my jersey buying career, my dad and I follow the dead or retired rule, where you don't buy somebody's jersey unless they're dead or retired. Because <laughs> that's, a, that's a good strategy. Um, you know, I've I've broken that rule a little bit more recently. I haven't okay. really had that. My dad has had terrible success with it. I've I've kind of I've kind of been able to to skirt by it. Except I did get. I'm pretty sure Zadarius Smith was my fault. Um, <laughs> But that one, that one really hurt because again, it was like you're mad at Ted Thompson for how the situation played out. But then when right. you think back on it, you also know that like Ted was also dealing with some health issues at that time, and you know maybe that wasn't really fully the Ted Thompson that would have, uh, you know, a, a different Ted Thompson maybe doesn't make that decision. And Micah Hyde is still a Green Bay Packer, but he is always one player. Um, even like when, like, uh, was it last year when we played in Buffalo, I was still always kind of happy to hear Micah Hyde's name. Cause he's just, a, he's an all around great guy. Oh, I love him. He's one of my faves too. Um, okay. So what are your predictions for Monday night? What are we thinking score wise? What do we think is going to go on? And do we have any hot takes? Cause I love me a good hot take. Um, I mean, I'm probably I'm probably going to be picking. I mean, obviously injuries and all that could change all this, but I'm probably going to pick the Packers the rest of the year. And I'm it's a very it's a very scary prospect though because you know I think we said a couple of weeks ago, do I trust this team to beat two really good teams in a row? Yeah. After they beat the Lions before we, when we recorded our show last week before they played KC, I picked KC to win not only because I thought they're the better team, but yeah, I, I didn't trust the Packers to beat two good teams in a row. So now I have to say, do I trust them to beat five bad teams in a row with them being so young and everything? So, but I'm this week. Yes. I'm going to pick them to win. I think it will be fairly drama free. So I don't really have a hot take, Um, but I'm going to say, I I just think it's going to be one of those by the time you hit the mid third quarter, you're not really concerned about the outcome of this game. If you have, if you have some errands to run or something, you're probably going to be able to go do that. So, and then you can listen to the game on 97, three, the game and the rest. Of there the you game. go. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to crack the 30 point barrier again wow. this year. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 31, 20. I, love I, that I think, I, I think, I think maybe the giants either get a late touchdown or field goal, but. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I like that. I like that idea. I think the score, the score might end up making this game look a little bit closer than it probably is. And I, I am, I am so angsty talking about this right now because like you guys said, like they should win every single one of these games the rest of the year. And it yeah, felt it's so scary much- that we're talking about them now as a good team. Yeah. <laughs> like, Again, the, the pressure of expectation. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it feels like, yeah, I have this like pit in my stomach where this is just, this is a game. This is, 
I go back and go back here to Shanna and her bills Hello. back in, I think, what was it 20, 2014, 2015, where the, the Packers were still really good and they were playing a oh, yeah. Kyle Orton led Bills team. That was and 2014. It was yeah. 2014. This 2018, got, he played at Lambeau and I was at that game. Humble brag. Absolutely embarrassed by Kyle Orton. And I was like, what am I watching? And I'm <laughs> so worried that this is going to end up being this game where it's like Tommy DeVito, really? Um, that's uh, That aside, like this, this Giants team is just not good. Yeah. Like there's no, like Saquon Barkley is like their biggest threat and he's not Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. anymore. Um, this is a game you should win easily. Um, I, I will, I agree. I think they hit the 30 point mark. I think it ends up being, I think it ends up actually being a little bit more of a scoring, like a, a back and forth. I'm going to say it goes, I'm going to say 38. Whoa. Okay. So you, you got a, you've got a matching their their highest output of the year which is against the Bears. It, here, let me let me let me explain. I'm gonna I'll say I'll say it goes 38-27. My hot take though, and I this is just I just have a feeling. I think Kashawn Nixon gets a touchdown, a kickoff return touchdown. The Giants. I was doing some research for uh, one of my other shows here. Kashawn Nixon leads the leads qualified kickoff returners in yards per return. The Giants gave up the fifth most uh, kickoff return yardage. I think that this could be a situation where the offense. It, it, I think it goes third. If I go thirty-eight points, I don't think it all comes from the offense. I think I think it comes from defense and special teams as well. So I, I'm going to throw in a Kashawn Nixon. Kickoff return touchdown, as like maybe it's like a Desmond Howard Super Bowl touchdown where it just kind of like seals the deal. I think, I I guess if I had to make a bold prediction, it's not really that bold though because it feels like this team's not getting enough turnovers, but they've had at least one in each of these last three games. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the fumble against the Chargers that they recovered, and then obviously Jared Goff fumbled the ball away a bunch of times in Thanksgiving and they picked off Mahomes last week. So I do think that's going to continue against a bad quarterback. I think, I think they're going to get at least one interception. I'll say two, I'll say DeVito throws two picks. Um, But what's crazy is going into December and the way the Packers were playing, like I just realized this is their third primetime game in a row now. And I remember thinking, are they going to flex all of these other than the Thanksgiving ones? <laughs> they can't. I was like, are they going to flex Sunday night football? And then are they going to flex Monday night? But now, not a chance because the, they have an actual good team playing in these games. And I'm just, I'm so happy above all for Jordan Love because his first, you know, prime time showcase this year was that first Lions game. And that was really the beginning of when this team was looking at its absolute worst. So now he's gotten to completely flip that on its head and play extremely good in two primetime games in a row. So let's hope he does it again on Monday. I'm happy for him because he seems like a really good human too. Like he always just seems so composed. Everyone loves him. So like for me, humanity wise, I'm glad that they are doing so well because like he deserves it. You're like, yes, just like such a good human. I I legitimately... I legitimately don't think I've seen anyone say they dislike him 
like as a person i don't think that's possible no he just seems like the sweetest little lamb chop so i'm really really excited for him um i think i'm gonna go 24 13 um i just think the giants stink so much i don't want to get ahead of myself and say that the packers are going to clobber them i still think 24 13 is a is a yeah, I mean, that's a that's a beat down. Yeah, that's a beat down. Um, but I'm not gonna go as crazy as Mr. Dan over here. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna say that is my that is my final prediction. Twenty four thirteen. Um, also, I just saw you guys. I almost fought a former Packer earlier today. <laughs> um, so I was driving into work and I was listening to um, Nine to Noon with John Kuhn on ninety seven three The Game, and he was talking about the Person of the Year, Times Person of the Year. None other than Taylor Swift, rightfully so. Who else could it be for 2022? <laughs> um, and he was saying, he said, I think that her dating Travis Kelsey is what pushed her over the edge to be sneaker. <laughs> and he was being completely, completely serious. I cannot tell you, I have not driven this quickly into work before. I got here, <laughs> jumped out of my car ran through the building, ran to the studio, opened up the door and the, the light was on. Like I looked like a crazy person sweating <laughs> and jumped in there. And a spoiler alert, John does not come to Milwaukee every day to do his radio show. He's on a, he's on a screen doing it virtually with Bill Schmidt and my buddy Armin. Um, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't care what you're talking about. I have to jump in. And this is like <laughs> live on the radio. I'm like, I don't care if you're not talking about it anymore. We need to talk about your comments about Taylor Swift. And he was like, Oh my goodness. He wasn't ready for that. He was not. <laughs> um, I was like, Mr. John, are you insane? So we had like a whole, a whole talk about that, but I literally almost fought John Coon today. It like took everything in me not to. It's just amazing. He- He's dead wrong. Thank you. He's dead wrong. Thank you. Taylor Taylor Swift's Eras Tour has created the GDP of like a small micro <laughs> nation. I, like, I agree. I don't have it on right now, but it was funny and I didn't mean to do this. I had on my sweatshirt that said in my engaged era and showed him. And I was like, only someone like Taylor Swift can have people making gear around a tour of hers. She... She boosted the U.S. economy. She <laughs> may have she may have indirectly helped end the writers and actors strike by <laughs> her movie not going through a traditional uh, studio. And I think, to John Kuhn's point, I think the only reason Jason Kelsey was even considered as uh, people's sexiest man of the year finalist is because of the Taylor Swift bump. Ooh! Take that, John Coon. Yeah, the Bowl champion. <laughs> John Coon. <laughs> oh, that's really don't, funny. Don't don't call down the thunder, John, because the smoke will come. <laughs> be care. Be careful what you wish for. That's right. Oh, so funny. Well, um, Dan, thank you so much again for joining us today. Always a pleasure to see you and no, that wall. Course. That wall behind you. What is that Packer logo made of? Uh, little like felt squares. It's uh, it's like sound dampening felt squares. Oh, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, are those post-it notes? Like what's happening? <laughs> then I was, I was like, is it ceramic tiles? That's what I thought today. I was like, <laughs> no, it's like, nice. yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I don't remember the website, but you can like go on and like design your own, like, uh, mosaic like, mosaic, or they have like some of their own. And so, yeah, I, I created this and, 
Yeah, it's like it's part of my sound dampening for my studio. Oh, area. That's cool. I love it. Okay, well, um, great for the, which is this whole set, this whole portion great for the podcast listening. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We need, to, we need to take like a picture and post it or take yeah. something and post it along with this episode because it is really, really impressive. Um, Thank you. So uh, you can find me on the socials. Oh, um, oh, hey, it's Shanna and Monty. I know that you don't change your actual handle, but your name changes all the time and it confuses me. Yes, changes every week. Variety is the spice of life for my display name, but my handle, yeah, will never change. I am at Ferd Turgeson. It's F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And Daniel? Uh, Yeah, you can find me on the socials as well at DK all the way. Yeah, and then uh, Wednesdays uh, I do Lombardi's Bar on the Game on Wisconsin YouTube channel, so check me out there too. There you go. All right, well, thanks for having us on, and as always, go Petco. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.